right. Thank you for holding on. I greatly appreciate it. This is the Katie Canine Show, and we got an hour to go. Oh, and let me, Quinn's one, oh, twi- oh not twins. Vikings won today. Raw, raw, re. Good job. Now we got to keep our fingers crossed for the twins. I'm wearing my twins gear today because the Vikings had to sit in the closet because now it's important to root on the twins for this week. We're down two, but we can do this, right? All right. Okay. Here we go. Would you rather be able to hold your breath as long as a seal uh, or jump as jump uh, as far as a kangaroo? Um, I think I'd like to do jump as far as a kangaroo. Me too. Yeah. Because it almost be like maybe I'm flying. Right. Bit, you know, yeah. Type thing. Holding my breath is like, I don't like water. So I mean, I <laughs> like water. I wanna, but why would I want to yeah. hold my breath if I'm not going to be swimming? So I right. Don't, yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. I don't see the purpose for yeah. that. Whereas I do see there's ample ways you can use height and the kangaroo exactly. jumping. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I like it. All right. Cool. Let's go back to Betty. All right. Okay. Hey, Betty. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because, uh, like I said, with this cat, all your cats could would do well. I think the reason why they it was uh, suggested the pro- it was because you know there's supposed to be some probiotics in uh, in yogurt. There's not enough to do any any good. It's better than nothing, but there's not enough what a, a, a dog, cat, or a human is, you know, where their system needs help, all right? And so that's why, um, but what I've done is I've taken a little heavy whipping cream and put my supplements in that, all right? And then, you know, stir it up, and then just use just not too much, okay? We're not giving them a bowl full of heavy whipping cream, all right? I'd say maybe it would equal to maybe a tablespoon and a half, is what I, I'll use. And most cats will lick that up. And so you can get the stuff in them that it need, is needed to do. Otherwise, they do have, uh, um, uh, like the, the treat snacks, the pills that you can put the pills or your whatever you call it in it. And most cats will eat it. Uh, and worth comes the scenario that you get it in pill form and shove it down the cat's throat. But that's really tough. <laughs> So um, I wouldn't want to be, hey, you know, I've t- I had to do that a couple of times. It's like, nope. So, and then what I've done, too, is I, with pills, I've gotten a pill crusher and crushed it in, and then mixed it in with that heavy whipping cream. All right. Okay. And so, yeah. So try that with a probiotic digestive enzyme is what you want. Uh, you can go to I get mine from animalessentials.com. And then there's other, because you want ones that have billions of pro, you know, of at least four different strains, all right? And I also rotate my probiotics and my digestive enzymes. I just, when a bottle's done, then I go to something else. And so I'm always, you know, rotate, rotate, rotate. Uh, So anyway, Bixby, B-I-X-B-I dot com is good. Bixby. Uh, That's another good one. And Mercola, M-E-R-C-O-L-A, pets dot com. Uh, so, yeah, so the whole thing is find good strains and then, like, just baby steps. Don't, if it tells you to give them, you know, a half a teaspoon per day, start out with a half of a half of a half of a teaspoon. You know, start out with just pinches and mix it in and then get better and better. Remember, cats take change tough. And so that's why you just have to, and then, like, with the cat, can cat food, I would take a little bit of it and, and mix it with a little bit of uh, hot water so that it makes it warm and then the cat will lick it and so hopefully she won't gulp it so then she won't throw it back up. She'll, you know, she'll lick it and then that's not going to slam into her, her gut so much. So you just have to okay. roll with the punches. And see, when I pick that, if I pick that dry food up at night because of the hyperthyroid cat, 
he screams all night long but see, if I don't have drive food for right, him. But, but see, what you want to do is uh, you should try and see if they like um, uh, freeze-dried. I've got uh, my cats like freeze-dried where you can get cat food that's freeze-dried. It's, it's meat. Uh, raw meat, you know, I mean, that's take the water moisture, take the moisture taken out of it. Some cats will love that. Uh, the Nutrisource have got the, now this sounds weird. I know freeze dried minnows. Many cats love these freeze dried minnows. So you can get, and now they're getting their mega threes and sixes. And then also what you're doing is taking the edge off. Cause when you give dry food, and it's, uh, it's like pro- it's processed food, okay? And it's at least 50 to 60% carbs. Carbs turn into sugar. Sugar turns into fat. But the bigger thing is, is carbs promote, I don't know if you've ever had a day where, you know, you can't eat enough. You're eating all the wrong stuff, though, like chips and bread. and You know what I mean? You're just throwing yeah. those carbs in there, and you cannot get satisfied, correct? And so right. but when you start eating better, you know, the eggs and maybe hopefully steak. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> then all of a sudden now you, you feel fuller longer, so you're not just grasping for stuff, all right? And that's the same thing in the animal world. you got to give them solid, good stuff so it's like... Uh, steak and lobster instead of, forgive me to use it, but Chinese food. You know, it tastes great going down, but in two hours you're hungry again. All right? right. And so that's what you got to try to do. We got to figure out a way to do that. Now, Dr. Becker has got a, here we go again, Carly, and I thought I wrote it down and I didn't. Can you remember? Uh, uh, a book, uh, Dr. Karen Becker, and it's, uh, you know, oh, you know you know what you need to do, Carly? You need to put it on a piece of paper and tape it to my lapel. <laughs> Is it the healthy pets? Uh, for dogs and cats to yeah. eat? It's how- it says, uh, okay, hold on. Hold on. Okay, yeah. So it's uh, but it's 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 about how do you can cook for your dog and your cat? You know, natural ways of doing things, uh, whether you're cooking or what. To, you know, and again, it's for dogs and cats. All right, got it. Yeah, it's uh, Doctor Becker's Real Food for Healthy Dogs and Cats. There you go. Simple homemade food. There you go. Okay. Real, yeah. Okay. Say that again. And I'm gonna write it's Doctor Becker's Becker, yes. Real Food for Healthy Dogs and Cats. Simple homemade food. Good. You can find it on Amazon. Yep. Okay, it's Dr. Karen Becker. Yep, Becker. B E C K E R. Okay. Okay. And so that's what you got to do. You got a lot of homework to do here because you're dealing with a cat with, you know, with problems. And then also a big thing is no chemicals on or in your cats, like no flea and tick crap, uh, stuff like that. Cause all that puts the immune system in the toilet. Uh, I would never, in uh, vaccinations, you, it says in the vial, only administer to a healthy animal. So if your animals are dealing with anything where their system is in the toilet, you don't do any vaccinations. All right. Because, you know, be, even if they're due or whatever, cause that just crashes their system even more. And so that's why it says right on the vial, only admitted to a, a healthy, you know, unhealthy animal. And when they're dealing with stuff like, like hyperthyroidism, you know, that's not a healthy animal. <laughs> well, they're giving them shots now. They want to give them shots now for pain medication to help so because he can't jump because his back end is, you know, lost muscle mass. So now they want to give them shots for that. I don't want that. Okay. Then what another thing that you could do is uh, chiropractic. 
Because sometimes, you know, cats, especially the way they jump through all their whole lives and stuff like that, between on and off stuff, they do well with a chiropractic adjustment. I don't know what your pocketbook. Another thing is energy healing. Energy healing really works cool. Uh, Bonnie Illis, I've had her on my show. Bonnie Illis, B-I-L-L-I-E-S. She's on my, if you go to my Katie K9 website through my talk, then uh, click on my website, go to the radio topics, and I have her uh, all her stuff there. Energy healing, uh, yeah, I've seen it works wonders. But so that's what I mean. You've got to kind of compile, decide. You've got to be your own investigator and decide, okay, what plan am I going to do? Obviously, what can I afford and what can I do the best you know, for her, as far as what I can afford and such like that. All right. So, all right. So that it's 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 not just a quick fix here. You know, when some of the, you know we're all when we break, we've got to kind of start start out slow and kind of find out get our ducks in and, on the pond and then get the ducks in a row. And so that's what you a lot of reading and a lot of just input input is what you want to do. All right. Right. Okay. Like get that book, Your Cat, uh, by Hodgkins. All right. That will really help you out too. All right. Okay, I wrote it all down, so thank you, Katie. Okay, well, I appreciate it. You betcha, Betty. And if you got any questions, just give me a holler up at Katie's K9s, okay? Okay, I will do that. Thank you. You betcha. Bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, see, cats, like I said, we kind of damned them for the fact that, like I said, feeding them dry food on a regular basis and not trying to... And so that's why we can get them healthier that, you know, if you can't afford grain-free canned food every day, well, then try to do it at least once a day, uh, you know, a grain-free canned food and then a little bit of, of wet, but then take it and, and water down the wet and let it reabsorb. But there again, there's some cats that might not eat that. So then you trick them and maybe mix a little bit of the grain-free canned food, you know. So there's ways to do it, and it's tedious, and but it can be done. You know, you just can't, like a, a dog... Most dogs, you just say, here, eat this. Oh, hey, no problem. <laughs> the cat looks at it like, uh, excuse me, what is this? But if you keep presenting it, and, and whereas the three quarters of what you normally feed to a quarter of what you're trying to get them to feed, or even sometimes less than that, maybe it's an eighth. So, But it can be done. Just it's got to stay the course. Baby steps, baby steps, baby steps. All right, where are we at there, Miss Carly? Okay, um, it's time for Would You Rather. Would You Rather. Yeah. Okay, you ready for this? Yeah. Maybe <laughs> one eye on your forehead or two noses. One eye on your forehead or two noses. Be back. Thank you for sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. Go Twins. They're playing tomorrow. We can do it. We can do it. We can do it. We got the team. The last time we went to the series, it, we had that young team, you know, where hardly anybody knew anybody, but they were, yeah, it was awesome. Kirby Puckett and all the Kirby Puckett. Uh, da, 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 okay, now I can't remember first big. Uh, Ken, uh, uh, oh, never mind. I don't want to. <laughs> okay, here we go. Would you rather have one eye in your forehead or two noses? Um, I think one eye. Same here. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why either. But Cyclops. I just say, say there, we there, there we go. Yeah, yeah no, I take the forehead. Take yeah. the forehead. Yeah. So I don't know why. There it goes. Okay, let's get to the phone line. Okay, we're gonna go to Tammy. Tammy has a question about her dog that is. Peeing and barking. Peeing and barking? Yeah. At the same time? I don't know. <laughs> right. Maybe. Let's see. Hey, Tammy, how you doing? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good, good. What kind of pupper? Uh, it's a 10-year-old Pomeranian. All right. It's my dad's dog. All right. And, and I'm actually here with my sister. She's going to help me explain the situation. All right. Um, here we go. Fire. All right. Uh, um. So anyway, he's had this dog for 10 years. He recently moved into assisted living. Right. And when he lived in his other house, he's he's in his late 80s. When he lived in his other house, 
she had a pad in the house that the dog would, you know, poop yep. and pee on. Yep, the pedal pad, yeah. Um, and so now he moved into assisted living, and the dog is not wanting to poop and pee on the pad. It's, it's wanting to poop and pee on the floor. I bought some spray, some, like, deodorant and repellent, supposedly, and tried to spray it on the area. Um, and then the other thing is the dog barks all the time. It's a little yippy Pomeranian. It, he doesn't bark when our dad's there, but whenever somebody walks by the door, actually, even if dad's there, the thing barks. Right. And now, unfortunately, the, the assisted living is telling him, either got to do, deal with your dog or um, get rid of the dog. And our dad's saying, well, I'm not going to get rid of the dog. I'll move out of assisted living. And it's really not safe for him at home. So we're hoping there's maybe something we can do to, to get this dog to change. <laughs> How long has uh, the dog been in this situation? Uh, he, uh, they moved in in July into oh. the assisted living. All right. Because you got to remember now, this is, I'm sure, at your dad's house, and it was more calmer, not as right. much noise and busyness. And so now that, that it's a whole new norm for the dog to get used to. Whereas, right. you know, what's what's that? What's this? What's that? And so, uh, first of all, when the dog goes to bark, you got to have a quiet word, all right? Preface it with a, ah, quiet, or a, enough. Swear yeah. words would not be good here, okay? <laughs> but anyway, uh, so, and then also, too, if he's willing, I don't know what your dad's capable of, is to put him on a leash and keep the leash with him. All right. And so that if he, the dog, so he has some control. Like if he's sitting in his chair and the dog is over at the door barking, you know, and he tries saying quiet or whatever. And, they, you know, at least if the dog is on a leash by him, he can follow through with it. All right. Sure. Now, does your dad walk okay? Is he stable on his feet? Um, he does take it out to walk it once in a while. He's not a, he's, he walks. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay, yeah, but I mean, as far as in the part, in his assistant living apartment, is he steady on his feet? Oh, my dad. Yeah. Oh, um, not so much. Okay, yeah, just, just kind of. He walks with a walker. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's eighty-eight. All right. All right. Yeah. So, uh, so the thing is, is that now you can either use a sh- uh, take a pop can, rinse it out, sh- uh, tape the t- uh, rinse it out, put five pennies in it, tape the top of it shut with duct tape, and then as the dog is barking, you shake shake the can, deepen your voice, give a ah, and then say quiet. It's going to be shake ah quiet. As soon as <laughs> and as soon as the the dog you know call, you know quiets even for a second, just very calmly go thank you. You know don't say good. Good girl or good boy that gets them all nutsy in the headsy, all right? Or you could, yeah. my guess is that that'd probably be the one to work because the other one is is uh, take a plant mister or a hair mister, fill it with water. And if his name isn't good, he's going to get the floor all full of water and he could possibly slip on the water. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Oh, yeah. Well, so that's why I would try just the shake can because small dogs are more noise sensitive. And that's why you see the can. Then after a while, the first times, it's like a shake. Ah! Okay, then it pretty after a while it should be just a tealingling ah 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 quiet, and then redirect. Have the dog say, "Hey, come here." That's why if you can have it, have him keep him on a leash, so yeah. then he's got him right. Come here, come here. Redirect him. Just don't stand there and wait and see if the dog's gonna bark again. Redirect the dog. Where's your toy? Where's this? Where, get him onto something else. All right. Okay. Okay. So then when you figure out, just don't say no. Most dogs are no to death, so that's why okay. what you want to do is give him a word that he's gonna teach the dog. Now, as far as the potty, and this is a really a tough one here because now the dog has changed territories all right so the mm-hmm. dog 
dog is just really upset also. And so that's why the only thing that maybe you might have to do is uh, try a diaper on the dog, you know, oh. for a while. Whereas, now is it a boy dog or girl dog? Uh, boy. Boy dog, okay. Uh, does, because obviously the doo-doo is easier to pick up than the piddle is, right? <laughs> yeah. So you could try a belly, what they call a belly band. Uh, for for his size, if your dad's willing to do it, because he's going to have to put it on and off and change it, all right. And yeah, but, the might, thi- but the thing, but the thing, be a girl. I don't. We're not. I don't think we're positive. Oh. My dog's name is Ebony. Ebony. Oh, I don't know. It's a black dog. Okay, <laughs> Ebony can be dog. yeah. Ebony can be a girl or boy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but but see now another thing too is uh, what. I don't know what your his capabilities is, is that if he has a dog on a leash, he can, like, first thing when the dog wakes up in the morning, bring him over to that, have a couple piddle pads out there, maybe take, like, a make a box, you know, that's big enough for the dog to go into, not just have it sit on the floor, take, oh. like, a box, and then put the piddle pads in there, and then have him put the dog on the box, you know, in the mm-hmm. box with the piddle pad, you know, the sides are only going to be maybe two inches high, maybe three inches high, if that, you know, with the box. And what then, about, like, a cat litter box, is that... I wouldn't do the litter. Nope. I think he's too no. old. To, I mean, that, the box. Yeah, but what we just want is the box to give the dog a definite area. All right. For instead of just having pads on the floor. Okay. Okay. And then have your dad, dad put him in the bo- piddle box and say, you know, go potty, go potty, get it. If he does go potty, oh, good potty. Very nice. Reiterate potty training. But the pads go into this box. And like I say, hopefully somebody in your family can figure it out. And how big the dog is. How many pounds is the dog? Do you have any idea? Oh, boy. I don't know. Um, he's just a like, little dog. Okay. Seven or eight pounds okay. max. Okay. Okay, because what you got to do is you got to look at the dog and visualize him standing in this box. Does he have enough room to do a doo doo and yeah. to piddle? Because you don't, you know, okay. you don't, you don't want it too small because then the dog's never going to use it. So, oh, but on, okay. But on the other hand, you know, obviously a little elbow room will be a little bit better than that. Yeah. And so, like I say, put the piddle pads in there and have your dad teach him potty. Put him in there, go potty, go potty. If he's got him on the leash, if the dog jumps out, he can pick up the leash, throw him back in, go potty, go potty. So just okay. reiterate. potty. Potty training, and then use the shake can for the for the uh, bar, you know, barking. Ah, quiet. And then, like I say, there again, he's on a leash so that he's got control of the situation. Perfect. That's great ideas. Okay. So <laughs> g- yeah, give that a shot, and then just yeah, uh, that's about all you can do. And then hopefully your dad is receptive to the idea and will stay on task so that he doesn't have to move and and. Right. You know, and then with, you know, move. That's the big thing here. Right. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you very much. You bet, kiddo. Give me a call if you got any extra questions or something just doesn't go right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Take Thanks. care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Where are we at, Carly? We can start with our next caller okay, really quick. Yeah. Let's do it. So we're going to talk to Becky. Becky has a question about her German Shepherd and ear cleaning. All right. All right. Hi, Becky. Hey, how are you, Katie? Good, I've, good. Uh, I took a dog class from you about oh. 20 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm still in the business. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I've got a German... We've had about 8 to 10 German Shepherds, so oh, I've, we kind of know what we're doing, yep. you know. Yep. And when he was about four months old, I wanted to, you know, clean his ears. And I, Of course, I, I made the mistake, I guess, of spraying that, or not spraying, but putting the drops directly into his ear to wash it out. Ooh, okay. Well, 
he, it literally traumatized him. I mean, I cannot get near his ears now. I have tried, tried, tried. In fact, today my husband and I, I mean, just we put like the cleaner on a um, a jumbo, uh, like a, a makeup type yeah. pad yeah. Yeah. or whatever to clean his ears. And you, li- you cannot get inside his ear. He just freaks out. He's nine months old and he tries to bite. Okay. We put a muzzle on him, and that really traumatized. He got it off, and I mean, it's just I don't want to traumatize him anymore. I don't know how to desensitize him. To okay, this. but my question to you is, why are you cleaning out his ears? Well, because I can see there's some wax in there. So, are you not supposed to clean his ears out? Well, you know, we all get a little excess wax, but the thing is, is right. cleaning dogs' ears on a regular basis is not good because they. Oh, I, mean, I didn't know that. Unless you got, you know, like I mean, you could see like dirt or debris or something like that, right? And then you go right. down the center of the ear and up the uh, the side of the ear. Okay, you never go right. down the side to push the crap in there. But but see, if right. you're cleaning, the only reason there would be a reason. I mean, all the. I mean, I've had a lot of shepherds, and I can't. <laughs> And I have never had to clear my clean my dog's ears. I mean, I I always check them and smell them, make sure they don't have a yeast infection or something like that. Right, right. But, and I put right. my finger in there and kind of like, oh, okay, cool. But that's about mm-hmm. it. And so um, the better thing. So it, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, I just didn't know. Um, well, when I can see that there's wax, there's some dark wax in there. Okay. Um, I uh, you know I just thought that that would be you know, to put it. It's just like a general. Um, Cleansing is uh, epiotic, epiotis, or wait, what is it? Epiotic cleaner. Yeah. Now, you, um, now hold on a sec. We yeah. got to we got to run, pay the bills here. So why don't you hold on? Sure, and let's sure. let's discuss okay. this. Okay. Don't hang up. We'll get back to this. Okay. Would you rather go to the doctor or go to the dentist? Be back. We're gonna jump right back. We got some people holding on, and I don't want them to hold on any longer than needed. So, okay. Would you rather go to the doctor or go to the dentist, Carly? Um. Go to the doctor. Me too. Doctor, sure. doctor. Dentist, I'm sorry. <laughs> Nothing against the dentist, but I don't know too many people that want to. Yeah. Go to the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't like hearing that. Yep, there we go. Okay, we are talking to Becky. Becky, you with us? Hey, Becky. Hi. Hi, there we go. All right, Um. now, have you taken the dog so vet to have them look into the ears to see if they are even needing cleaning? No, I haven't. I just I just always clean my dog's ears out on a regular basis, so yeah. they don't look infected any, or anything like that. Yeah. So, because um, like I say, messing I guess, with the ears and putting that. and putting stuff in there, a lot of times can be you know more detrimental than helping. So I don't know, but like I said, I never unless uh, I'm trying to think. I don't even think I've ever had a dog with an ear infection. I've had cats. With oh, ear I've months, had, but, yeah, I've had. Um, Few of mine have had like that yeast infection uh, before. That's, and then what you do is you give them uh, add apple cider vinegar to their diet, and that takes care of that. Okay. But anyway, so so I don't know uh, uh, to desense when a dog, just like a dog that has a toenail, you know, to cut the toenails, they have an aversion to that. Right. Oh God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. See, about the only thing that you could do is. Um, desensitize, whereas let's say you're giving just a little pet on the top of the head, have a treat uh-huh. in your one hand, 
and then just take right. your thumb and just kind of gently like rub the outer ear or then just like okay. the bottom of it you know you just, and then mm-hmm. you know treat and then you know just and just so that eventually the dog gets you know more where you can literally put your like your pointer fingers in there you know it's right. going to take a long yeah. time but you know treat or if it's a if you find something that's high value to your dog if it's a right. tennis ball then yeah. it's a tennis ball so somebody right. operates a tennis ball you operate getting but don't be cleaning the ears right now just all okay. your interior where you can touch the ears and it's going to take a little I bit can, I, can, I can touch his ears on the outside and kind of rub them yep he's fine it's when i take my thumb or anything else to kind of go on to the inside yep that um because so, sometimes i can take like with my other we have two of them okay. with my other shepherd i take my finger in there and i can get all that you know come on that that wax out of there you yep. know yep. It's not a lot but right. some but eventually he's going to have to have his ear i'm i'm assuming eventually he's going to get an ear infection well. so well, no, no, let's, let's look at the no. bright side here. But, okay, so what you're going to do that is you're going to have a treater ball in one hand or you double team them. You're in charge of the ear. Just do one ear. Don't do two. It's these very baby steps. You're patting the top. Somebody's got okay. the, you know, giving them treats, okay? And then right. what you're just going right. to do is that then you're just going to kind of pat, you know, where the, okay, the ear points up, okay? Then where the yeah. ear at the base before the, can, you know, the channel goes in. Just, you just put yeah. your finger there and don't go in the channel. Just kind of give rub. Okay. Just maybe two or three okay. rubs and then stop. Oh, good job. Yeah, okay. you give him a treat. All right. Because you want to okay. associate digging with the ears as a positive, obviously, than a negative. And don't be yelling okay. at him and don't try to be like, I will get this done. Don't do that. Well, it, <laughs> well, that's, yeah. well I mean, today it was pretty traumatic for him. So, oh, I yeah. mean, we just stopped. So, it's going to take a while to desensitize him now because it's been a traumatic yeah. point. It's just like, okay, right. like some dogs that are. An aversion to toenails. You know, first right. you find a high value, somebody's got the treat, you take the paw. Okay, you know, push, yeah. push, push, push. And maybe if you can get one nail done a week, great. You know, that's yeah. the whole thing is the, too many people are too impatient and don't want right. to work on the truly desensitizing them. So you can do right. it, but you can, when you can see his head starting to... You know, kind of lean like uh, you're getting close. Just kind of love right. him up on the head. Oh, yeah, you good job. You know, and so okay. make it a fun yeah. thing. And so then eventually it you will get there. It may take a year. It may take a year and a half, uh-huh. but you can right. get there. But in the meantime, just hope that he doesn't get any ear infections or such. OK. OK, thank you so much. You bet, kiddo. Take care. Bye bye. Yeah, I know that's a that's a toughie uh, but with the ears. But see, that's what too many people. Because the the reasoning, it's a catch-22. People with the, that have dogs with perk ears are worried that stuff, debris is going to go down into it. Okay, dogs with flop ears, that things do get in there, and then with because the, the ears are flopped, that it, like, uh, ferments it, you know, type thing. So if the ear stinks, yeah, then we got a problem. If the ear is red, okay, we got a problem. And so the whole thing is that's why when the dogs are puppies, you want to start putzing with their ears and their feet and their tail. And their, so they're so used to being touched, they could care less about it. It's just one more thing. But like she said, there was a little traumatic thing that happened there. And so uh, it's going to be baby steps. And hopefully she'll be able to get to it. That's that's all you can do. But like I said, I wouldn't be cleaning ears unless it was rec- recommended by the vet. Because even if you can see something in there, then, you know, like I say, we all need wax to keep dirt and stuff out of our ears so that, you know, too, too clean is not good. <laughs> okay, let's head to the sto- let's head to the phones. Okay, we're going to talk to Mary, and Mary has a question about a Yorkie who just got fixed but is still marking territory uh-uh. in the house. Okay. Hi, Mary. How you doing? 
I'm doing great, Katie. How are you? Good, good. So how old is the youngster? Okay, he is nine months old. We got him a month ago, and he was neutered last week. All right. But he, he still marks his spots in the house. Mm-hmm. We take him outside. We try to have him go potty, go poop, and he'll come in the house and then do his business. You bet. All right, first of all, it takes 90 days for the hormones to do a flip-flop when you get a dog fixed. Everybody thinks they drop off one dog, and then when the nuts go, then they get a whole new dog when it comes home. <laughs> and no, that's not the way it works, all right? Okay, so first of all, if he's marking, you could try a belly band on him if you want, so at least he's not going to pee on anything. Some dogs accept the belly bands, some dogs don't. Uh, what you could also do is that when you... Now, is this the only dog you have? No, we also have a 14-year-old, 13-year-old Yorkie poo. All right. So then what you want to do, what you can do is with this Yorkie, which uh, is until he gets, he has no right to have freedom in the house. He has to earn that right. So if he's going to be free in the house, he's on a leash attached to somebody so that you're watching. So if it looks like he's going to saddle up to something, you can see they kind of sniff, and then you can see him saddling up, and ah, wrong. Potty goes outside. And so it's, take him outside, go potty. And But the whole thing is, is you're not going to give him any freedom in that house for at least three weeks. He's going to either be on a leash, hit in his kennel, or you can create a playpen for him that he can go into. But you're not going to let him have any freedom in the house. And where you're, where he has gone, where he's hiked before, the best place, stuff to use is anti-icky poo because it has a natural enzyme that changes the chemical compound of urine. All right. It's the best. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's the best stop on the market. So anyway, then I would reiterate potty training. Yeah, yeah. But your market, he is marking. He's being, you know, real cool. But I would also reiterate potty training that when you take him out on a fifteen foot line, a twenty foot line. Go to the potty spot and stand still. Go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. And then when he does go potty, very nice, good potty. Thank you, good potty. Just stay calm. Don't make a big bah! because then he forgets what he's out there for. All right, it's like yeah, we're having a party now. <laughs> what was I doing here anyway? <laughs> so just go potty. Maximum time outside is two minutes. If he doesn't get a business, you bring him back in. He's on a leash to hook to you, or he's in it. Is he kennel trained? He is not. Well, no, not by us, and I don't know by the other owner. Okay. Because you might want to try that and start feeding him, get himself a, 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 a you know, the plastic type, the enclosed type, because dogs are denning animals. They want to feel like their back is covered. Puppies, young puppies, if they're brought up with the open can- kennels, the... the Wire ones, some of them will acclimate to them, but the older dogs have usually have a problem because they want their back covered. That's why dogs, when they go sound asleep, they go sound asleep like behind a couch, in front of the couch, under a table, where they feel like their back is covered. And in an all-wire kennel, many dogs, uh, especially if you're doing potty training, or not potty, just kennel training like an older dog, you know, anything that's six months and older, they may not take to that all-wire type that you just want. And some people then put up, Blake it over, and then what the dog does, just pulls it through and eat it, and now the dog's got a blockage. So it's, that didn't work. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, to take him out on a leash to the potty spot, stand still, go potty, go potty, get busy, get busy. You only had a month. He needs to establish who you are. Right now, he's very insecure, and that's why he's marking all over the place. He's not, okay, where am I? Who are you? What's the rules? You know, you've got to set this all up. Start doing some trick training. So he's got to sit and focus and hold a thought. 
spot. And and you got these guys got to start, you know, bonding as far as, you know, you can't just hug and kiss your way. What you got to do is earn the respect and trust of the dog. And that's through, like, doing some obedience. You know, when he walks, he should be walking with you, not scanning in front of you. You know, where he has to listen. He has to pay attention. How many pounds is he? He is um, five pounds. Five pounds, okay. And so that's why uh, there's a a no-pull harness is what it's called. No-pull. And what it is is that there's, like, a, a nylon piece that comes around each armpit and back up to the top. So instead of getting bumped in the throat or in the chest, it comes up to under his armpit and kind of go woo woo <laughs> is what it was. You can get them there. You can get the extra small, like the Chihuahua style. Uh, that okay. might be one so to get his attention, to pay attention. And so that's why it's going to be a lot of little things have to come together here. But because he just got fixed, it takes 90 days. The first 30 days is a lot better, but then and he, then it gets better and better because, like I say, the hormones have to do the flip-flop. He has to empty himself out. Just like in human world, there's a lot of guys that get fixed, and they can still they still got some bullets left. <laughs> Not many, <laughs> but they still got some bullets left. All right? And so then, and then as, you know, then things start settling down as, like I said, but it takes 90 days for the hormones to do the flip-flop with the, with the dog. So your goal right now is to not give him freedom in the house. He's on a leash tied to you or in the kennel or make a playpen area for him. Okay, and then and start setting up the rules. Start following through. I would get into an obedience class. I have an obedience class this Saturday. It's a quickie class, one time from 10 to 1. And it's 124 The but because you rescued a dog, it's 100 you get 10 bucks off. But anyway, so we get the right collar or harness, you know, uh, no-pull harness it should be. There's a difference between a no-pull harness and a regular harness. And then we get them working on the sit, the down, the stay, the come. You know, just getting to familiarize you with the words and how to do it with your particular dog. And that's what's going to help a lot with that marking, too. Because right now, like I said, he doesn't have any idea who you are, where he's at, and so that is instinctive. It just, I'm going to mark it all, so then it's all mine. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So Saturday, is that on your website? Yeah, it's on my website. You can get that through my talk 1071. Just go to my show page and then click on it. And then you can see it, the quickie classes for you because that's what you need is that anytime anybody gets a new dog, you know, no matter what age it is, whether it's six months or 10 years, you know, an obedience class is the first thing that everybody should invest on because it really helps the dog bond to the human and then set the rules and follow through. It really works well. Okay. 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 Thank okay. You, Katie, you, I you bet. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, where are we at? Yes, that time again. Would, would you rather? Would <laughs> you rather have edible noodle hair that regrows every night or sweat sugar syrup? Okay, sweat sugar syrup or have edible noodle hair that regrows every night. We'll be back. All right. Thanks for sharing your Sunday afternoon with me. I greatly appreciate it. Same as uh, sharing your uh, afternoon with Carly and myself. All right. Okay. Do Would you rather have... Uh, we're doing... Would you rather... Jason Electrics always does this. And I just thought, okay, instead of doing trivia this week, we'll just kind of do this because I got the kids' version. Would you rather? So that, But I like this. It's yeah. super fun. Well, yeah. I think that's pretty cool, too. Okay. Would you rather have edible... Noodle hair that regrows every night or sweat sugar syrup. Edible noodle hair. Bingo, me too, yeah. me too, me too, me too. Even though that's a lot of hair to keep. Yeah. You know, well, that doesn't say well, it's edible, so it doesn't say you have to eat it. No, you but can cut but, it. But know, think of it. Thing. Like if you're if you're hungry, just yeah. like on a whim, like you can just I don't know, yum. There you go. You know, just keep some butter in your pocket or something. Yeah. Put it on. 
You got a little garlic. Yeah, you uh, know. Yeah, that's Just good. Keep that all the good. little sides with they, you and you're good. I was at the Oktoberfest at the Hugo American Legion. Yes. And they have a guy that now had that has rented out the kitchen. It's called The Post. And uh, I had one of the best uh, flatbread pizzas. It was uh, uh, chicken, garlic, and bacon. And it was so tasty. It was so good and it very reasonable. So check out the American Legion now. I t- totally have spaced that out that they had opened that now. I think it's been about three months now. So check that out. Another place to eat in Hugo because otherwise you might stop ground. It's the blacksmith. I love my blacksmith. Yeah. But now this is a, the, the boy. It was good. And then my girlfriend had the meatball sandwich and oh, that looked very, very good. So I might have to try that. I was going to say, is that your next? Uh- yep. That's next your stop, whatever. That's what yeah. I do. <laughs> hey, I want to remind you that next weekend, October twelfth and thirteenth, remember it's a fall festival, super sale, indoor, huge pole building. Uh, if you want to learn more about it, go to the number four perfectpets.com and it's going to have tons and tons of dogs and cats stuff. I kid you not. You, you you have to be there. And so what it is is it's called helping pets. It's a benefit, and it's gonna what they're doing is setting up a. A kennel situation where they are taking care of dogs uh, for our that uh, for our military people. They're the one they're deployed, and while they're serving our country, they'll take care of the dog. And this is for free, folks. They do it for free. Okay, and then also too, they in battered women. A lot of battered women will not leave the home because they're worried about the dog getting you know not being treated nice and so they they're not going to seek shelter themselves so now here's a place where they could take in bat, the battered women can bring their dogs and then they're taken care of free until then they they can go to the battered women's shelters and so anyway so yeah it this is it's really a cool what they're doing this is by diane from poor perfect pets and that's they're going to be hot dogs uh there you can bring your dog on a leash no retractable lines and then there'll be marshmallows and walking tacos hot dogs you name it more information go to number four perfectpets.com I'm going to be there Saturday, October 19th from 11 to 12. But it starts this coming weekend, October 12th and 13th from 10 to 6. Okay, where are we at? Okay, let's take our caller. Yes. Kim. And Kim has a question about a new kitten that's going to be strictly indoors. She just wants recommendations on things. All right, let's give it a shot. Hi, Kim. How you doing? Hi, Katie. Good, good. Yes, we have a new kitten. He's three months old. We just got him when he was like nine weeks old. Mm-hmm. He was an uh, accident from a farm. Oh, okay. And he's going to be only indoors. So I wanted to know what shots you think we should give him because I really enjoy your stop the shots. All right. Uh See, now I have a kitten. Uh, my Adeline is four and a half. Yes, you heard that right, Carly. I'm keeping the dog on kitten. Okay, so I had it done. Now I got five. But anyway, Adeline, yes, I'm keeping that. She you can't help but love her. But anyway, she's four and a half months, and I have not done any shots yet. I am waiting, and she is, well, she's not really outside. She's in the school, and the only way she's outside is when I'm out with her, you know, because right now I'm just worried that she's, you know, she's so young. I don't want her to get out in the cornfield and can't find her way back home. <laughs> so right. when I'm out, she's out. When I'm in, she's in the school. But anyway, uh, so so the, uh, the thing is, is the only thing that's required by law is the rabies shot, right? Right. And I won't do that. Well, see, and my cat's going to be indoor, outdoor. Yours is not. All right. So that's a, this is decisions that you have to make. What shots do you want to do? Personally, if I had a totally indoor cat, you know, the only thing I, you know, like it's depending on your municipality or whatever, you might have to do the rabies, you know, but it's up to yourself. If you have to register your cat or whatever type thing. But yeah, so that's, it's, uh, it's, you know, it's, 
a crapshoot. You got to understand, read about shots, and then you make your own decision. All right. And so now, did you you say you read the book Stopped Shots? Uh, yes. Okay. Did you read the book Shock to the System? No. Read the book Shock to the System. By O'Driscoll, capital O D R I S C O L L, and that will. Oh, sh- I think I have that on hold at the library. Okay, because that's a, that'll open your eyes to a whole different uh, for a whole another thing. Okay, and so and then uh, now now this is the third time. I wish this author would. <laughs> you also need the book Your Cat. Okay, Your Cat by Hodgkins H O D G K I N S. You can get okay. it online for about 14 bucks, and it's going to be the best investment you ever did. And so that she goes okay. all through the, you know, uh, just everything between behavior, you know, vaccinations, eating, and, you know, child, just everything. And so that's why it's it's the book for all cat owners. Just like how to be your dog, how to, uh, people training for good dogs is the Bible for all humans. So if you have a dog, <laughs> the your cat is the one for that. Because like I said, it, it's, it's what you are comfortable with. I'm making my decision from what I know and what I'm comfortable with. Right. I'm not a vet or anything like that. I, but this is just what I've chose from what I've learned. And so less is better. Less is better. Okay. And, and there's so. many. And so, uh, if he's going to be totally indoors, like I say, you don't have to be in a hurry because he's, what, 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 he's not going to come up with anything. You know, are you living a house? You live in a townhouse? What do you live in? The townhouse. Yeah. Townhouse. Okay. So is it very busy around you? Busy? Yeah, you know, busy streets and busy people and stuff like that. Busy? Oh, just a little, but oh, okay. he doesn't even want to go outside right now. Oh, yeah, no, they're, they're scared. They're scared. I don't want him to either. Yeah, no, you don't want him to be, yeah, no, this way. Yeah, because Adeline, now, when I was go, I was out doing bubbles today, and uh, my cat with a K and then uh, Sally were following me and following the bubbles, and Adeline was just like, I'm not too sure about it. Her tail got bushy, and she just wouldn't, you know, pr- uh, proceed any further. She just kind of sat and watched. <laughs> so yeah. that's what I mean. They're more apprehensive. they got to find out what the world's all about. All right? So that's why you okay. have to do your homework, and you have to figure out what you do want to do. Personally, I think our dogs, cats, horses, and us are a bunch of pincushions, and we got to start reading what ones, when, and how often. And less is more. Well, yeah, because when I was... Uh, thinking about the stop the shots, um, I don't give my kid shots every year. Mm-hmm. There you go. So, so yeah, that's, you got to understand um, how they work, how the vaccinations work, and then what you what you want to do. And so, okay, and then what age should I get him neutered? Definitely uh, want to get him neutered. Okay, yeah, at, at about five six months. At six months, you can start. You can get them, you know, fixed. Okay, should but, it go by his weight or by how old he is? No, just kind of go, you know, once the little nuggets are down, <laughs> oh, once the little nuggets are down, you can get them fixed. But I don't want to put them under anesthesia when they're too young. That's my okay. per, my personal preference. So I'd rather wait till they're about six months. And then and if, the nug, if the nuggets are down, then we can take the nuggets. <laughs> but also, okay, too, so. a little FYI is that you have to talk to your vet. If you have not had my next question, I bet you're going to answer right now. Okay, now if you have to talk to your vet, if your vet is one of the ones, well, we can't uh, uh, do any nugget nutting, <laughs> uh, got it without vaccinations. You got to look at that because you do not want to do any vaccinations at the same time 
This is only my right. preference, okay, because your the system is already tanked because you got to put the cat under. Even though for boy cats, it's just a zip zip, and it's 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 nothing like a female cat. They're under right. longer because it's you know, but. I just would, I'd rather do vaccinations like, you know, two months away from an operation or a month away from an operation so that the system has time to regenerate itself and you're not, it's not under stress. So things will work out better. Okay. So do you think that uh, a vet would say no to the neuter without all of his shots? Who knows? I I can't talk to vets out there because there there's all kinds of different ones out there. Um, I got yeah. See, I've got my cats fixed, and they know how I feel about shots. I said right now, I just got to get these guys fixed. I don't want another littler kittens because that's how I right. got Adeline because she came, you know, two weeks away from our uh, being popping them so then she had four kittens but anyway and so i said i don't i just i got to get these guys fixed and then i will worry about any vaccinations later and oh okay kate no problem so like i say so it's just there they work with you know i you know you can you have to find a vet that's willing to work with you and say this is what i'm going to go on to get them fixed at six months what's your uh, and then don't let them bully you and make you feel like you're you know an inadequate owner and that's why you want to read the right, book i'm worried about that right but read the book shock to the system that uh, by oh it and then that you already read Stop the Shots by Clifton, correct? Okay, yeah. you're going to get that book, Your Cat by Hodgkins. So that $14 that fourteen investment of Your Cat is going to help you make a lot of cool decisions, okay? Okay. And then... Thank you so much. You bet. This was so, my, uh, my son's uh, 13th birthday surprise. Oh, cool. <laughs> Cool, cool, cool. Well, like I said, they're fun, but boy, I tell you, they're full of the full of the dickens. And make sure that you know uh, tire that cat out by you know having them chase feathers along the floor, uh, by doing a laser. Uh, uh, the, the, and remember, the laser never just gets turned off; it goes behind something. You want to because the kids, but they not they don't have a lot of energy for a, a length of time. They tug her out, tire her out real fast. And the oh, big- yeah, he's been. Uh- Sleeping all night, actually, and then playing off and on during the day. Yep, so during the day, that's what you want to do. i got to let you go. You can call me up okay, at Katie's Canine. You. Take care. Hey, all thanks for listening. Thanks for sharing your Sunday afternoon. Thank you very much, other person on the other side of the glass. Would you rather? No. Anyway, you guys have a great week. Don't hide your dog. Train them.